Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the barrel's in your mouth. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out. 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 The Committee of 13 sat in that room in Grapevine, Texas, and they brought them out. The CFP rankings are here. CJ joined me, WAP Committee group of college football aficionados join us during the season but it's time to bring them out and bring them out the cfp rankings are finally out let's talk about them here on the porch cj my friend the inaugural rankings pod to go along with the inaugural rankings of the season and man do we have a lot and I mean a lot to talk about, my friend. Um, we're also going to be joined by committee members as the year goes on. But tonight, you know, me and you kind of roll it out there. We, we've done this for for a little while anyway. We might as well make the first one just kind of us spitballing and, and kind of uh, shooting the breeze about this absolutely horrendous, in my opinion, set of rankings tonight. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, kind of they had an agenda, didn't they, buddy? They, they did, and it kind of feels apropos that it's me and you doing this. Um, kind of got this kicked off and started, so yeah. But we'll we'll definitely get some other people involved in, in these conversations as we go on. I, I'd love to find a better word than horrendous, but I don't really know if there is one. Um, I can't find one, man. And I don't and I don't want I don't always like coming in here like that hot and just feeling that way about these things. But these are utter shit. Let's just call it for what it is. Yeah, I I'd agree with you. I. There was an agenda, you know, I, I had set it back on a pod, you, I, you, myself and Zach had done, and I, especially as it relates to Cincinnati, and we'll get into them, but it just had this feeling that that 13-person committee was going to find a way to screw screw them and set their agenda because they weren't going to have any friends in the room, and unfortunately, that take turned out to be really true. Man, did it ever. Um, CJ, I... I guess let's go ahead here. I know you just kind of jumped it and got on with Cincinnati, but I mean, that obviously is the story, right? Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be the headline. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's, there's no getting around that. Um, but you know what? I, on, on top of that with Cincinnati, I, I want to go ahead and first of all, first and foremost, start off by saying they've got to do a better job of ranking the top 25 because that matters so much when they get, put all these teams that have wins versus top 25 versus top 10 when they stack the box with big 10 teams or sec teams of course it makes those teams look better by proxy and by by comparison to some other conferences or they absolutely unload and give no credit to the big 12 you know it's just i'm i'm sitting here and, and and trying to i'm not saying hold my tongue because we can say whatever the hell we want, but I mean, it's just, it's baffling when you look at it. Yeah. I, I'd agree with you. I feel like they, they went out of their way to make the big 10 and the sec feel empowered with that. And it, and I just don't get it. And at the same time, they, they hurt the group of five, especially Cincinnati. They, they screwed the big 12 in that regard. And then, in, in a way, they kind of hurt the ACC in that, too. So it's like 
what like I it's it's this this ranking is becoming kind of the catch rule like I'm starting to not even understand what the criteria is anymore like what do you want to see like at some point yeah okay the eyeball test but some of these teams even in the eyeball test it hasn't been real no, good not at all CJ so let's let's go ahead here real quick and kind of kind of roll down the rankings and and just kind of go with what our initial feel is when you saw that team ranked hit at 25. I mean, you just lost to Miami for crying out loud at home at home. Like what, what had Pitt done to be ranked 25th? I Do mean, you have, is there one thing to say? Not really. I mean, okay. Yeah. They have a went over, you know, an SEC team in Tennessee, but then you have the loss to Western Michigan. I mean, the win at Virginia, Virginia Tech's nice. I mean, they beat Clemson, but I don't know how big of a deal that really is right now. I mean, had they not lost to Miami, okay, I probably wouldn't have as big of an issue with it. But, I mean, you can't lose at home to Miami, almost a double-digit favorite. No. Absolutely not. I mean, I just – I don't know, CJ. I mean – I see them at 25, and I'm like, okay, you know. Now, granted, they could probably win some games here coming down the stretch and win. The next two teams, though, CJ, San Diego State at 24 and Fresno at 23. Yeah, great game last Saturday night. But why are those two teams ranked based off what they've done as compared to what SMU and Houston have done? Like, I didn't really understand that, you know. Like, San Diego State, yeah, you beat Utah, how much credit are you giving Utah? Like, I yeah, I don't know, man. That was peculiar to me, and it almost felt like there was a little bit of an agenda there. Um, yeah, I mean, my thing is I don't necessarily have a, a, a huge issue if you were going to rank Fresno State. I mean – Because they do – they have they, – they came very close to beating Oregon. They beat UCLA, you know, but they have I a mean, loss to Hawaii on that schedule. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that one's kind of the, the – I mean – that that's at Hawaii. That's yeah. That can always be kind of a funky trip. I mean, but I to, to watch CJ. Home. They're playing Boise this weekend. Don't be surprised if the Bulldogs lose to to the boys in blue. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I don't necessarily have an issue with Fresno State at twenty three, but uh, San Diego State coming off that loss, still keeping them in there, felt a little a little weird. It really did because I mean, you look at it like. Their best wins Arizona and Utah. I mean, yeah, Utah is a good team. Don't get me wrong; you beat them a triple O team. But like your other wins, I mean, you lost one by six versus Air Force. You beat San Jose State in double overtime and scored nineteen points. You beat Arizona, big big whoopty do. I mean, <laughs> I don't see that being something. And I think Nevada might beat them handily. Um, seeing Iowa twenty, seeing Iowa sitting there at, at uh, twenty two, kind of a Big time fall from grace for them uh, since you know the second week in October, losing two straight. You've scored seven points the last two weeks, but it felt like they're like, well, we got to keep Iowa ranked because they're in the Big Ten and we had them ranked second in the country not 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 only like a month ago now. So um, don't be shocked if I was out of there very soon too, though. Yeah. Well, and also what that is they they want to give they want to give some love. But honestly, I don't really get why Iowa is in there, CJ, though, because it's like, I mean, yes, they have the big win versus Iowa State, but Iowa State's not in the rankings, and they beat Maryland and Penn State. We kind of see might be a little bit of a fraud now as well. So it's like, 
what really were you getting at there with that with that ranking? Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, you had the good one against Penn State. You're feeling good. Then you you go home. It's, Purdue beats you. Yeah, it's not like you're you trying got, to get Purdue ranked. You know yeah, what I mean? And then you get absolutely curb stomped by Wisconsin. Like that one. <clears throat> yeah, they they've got it, no business. The only thing I can think, CJ, is that they were trying to keep Wisconsin in the top top twenty five and top twenty for Notre Dame. And so they thought, well, okay, Wisconsin beat Iowa. Let's put them in at 21, but they've lost three games. So this is how we do it. Yeah. And for Michigan as well. They want to keep them in there for Notre Dame and Michigan. And that's how they're doing it. And then also, because it's not like Wisconsin is playing anybody till a Big Ten championship game. They've got Rutgers, Northwestern, Nebraska, in Minnesota, the Golden Gophers, who wrote about Scotty Ma, um, who we'll get to here in just another second. But, I mean, five and three Wisconsin? Really? I mean, they beat Eastern Michigan? Illinois? Uh, Army? That, that, and that, that, Yeah, that was set up to, to really help them on their case at the top part of this thing. And, uh, and I think somewhat on brand because, oh, it's Wisconsin. And that's always been my thing is how much, of, how much games are these committee members really, truly watching? I don't know, because then you go to Minnesota, right? And don't get me wrong, love love the job PJ Flex done. I mean, they've come from the abyss this year. I mean, you lose Muhammad Ibrahim in, in the first game of the season in a tight game versus Ohio State, but there's an agenda there, right? Minnesota played Ohio State tough. They want to get a little love there to the Buckeyes in that one. So let's keep Minnesota ranked 20. Oh, but they beat Ohio by five. Oh, they lost to Bowling Green? Like, yeah, sure, you've won some games now in the Big Ten versus Perdolt, Nebraska, Maryland, and Northwestern. But, I mean, like, I honestly though do think, CJ, in the end, they're trying to set this up to where the Big Ten East, whoever comes out of that top half of it between Michigan State, Ohio State, and Michigan, has a team in the West that's like a top 15-ish team once the dust settles, ranking-wise, to add on to that resume between Minnesota, Wisconsin, Perdolt, and Iowa. Yeah, that's kind of how it feels to me, too. And I just I, – it, 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 it reeks to high heavens what it does. Yeah, because they're trying to – and self-predict it and they're, proclaim it. And I just, they're rigging I the system. I don't like it. They're yeah, rigging the system. Yeah, and I don't – yeah, and I don't like it. No. NC State at 19. Um, I, I'll be honest with you, CJ. I've been big on the Wolfpack all year. You don't turn it back on the Wolfpack. Um, but in the same time – in the same time – they lost to Miami on the road. Not a great loss at all. You lost to Mississippi State, but maybe that's why they want to give Mississippi State a little love there because, oh, well, Mississippi State beat an NC State team that's ranked 19th in the country, right? So there, so Mississippi State gets credit for that win, which helps our SEC bias, you know. And NC State got on the map when they beat Clemson at, at Carter-Finley there, um, you know, in Raleigh. But it's like, okay, and then also I think what it does, and they do this kind of stuff, it sets up a big showdown here in two weeks between NC State and Wake Forest down there down there in a Winston-Salem. Yeah, which, you know, that's, you know, all intingent that, you know, NC State or Wake doesn't trip on themselves before then too, which, you know. Both but teams I mean, have opportunities to do so too. I mean, NC State goes to Florida State playing much better football at the Doak, could see that happening, and then – also, too, you know, Wake's got North Carolina this weekend, and Sam Howe and those boys, they can flat out score some points 
and so North Carolina is actually a favored favored, um, and we'll get into that more in our pick 'em pod. But they're favored at home at Keenan Memorial against the number ninth ranked team, uh, Wake Forest, which we'll get to here in just a minute. But CJ just found that to be intriguing, right? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then then you go down to Kentucky and Mississippi State, and like it's like <clears throat> Kentucky at eighteen. Um, what do you see on their resume that makes you think they're eighteenth? I mean, the only, I mean, <clears throat> I don't I'm, see I'm, anything. I don't either. I mean, the win against Florida is a nice win. But um, what's Florida? No, no, no. I, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you, you know, and then you've got, you know, I mean, the win against LSU, which uh, that, that's kind of a dumpster fire, <clears throat> you know, Georgia, Georgia did what you thought Georgia would do, <clears throat> but then you can't follow that up by going to Mississippi State and getting beat. So, granted, granted, um, you know, Kentucky probably gave Georgia one of their better games of the season. I mean, and that's not saying much, um, along with Clemson. But, I mean, does that does that qualify them to be the 18th ranked team in the country coming off of a loss in Starkville? I, I say no, you know? Yeah, I, I, I don't either. And it's – and, you know, you look at Mississippi State and it's like Kentucky's the one win that they've really got. I mean, Texas A&M to me is not that big of a win – even though they're 15, like, I don't, yeah. I'll, I, mean, it just, I'll, it, I will it, say, I will it give Mississippi State, very, it I'll give Mississippi State a lot of credit for that one, though. I will. I'll give Mississippi, now, granted, you have a bias against the Pirate, Mike Leach. We know that. So, well, I got a bias against the SEC, you do. So, well, that's fair. And I think, <laughs> but everyone had, but there's a, but there is a bias for the SEC, too. So, we, we know that, we know that to be the case, um, CJ. So, I mean, I don't know. You, you made a good point with Mississippi State. I mean, Man, I mean, they had the NC State win, which they want to make look better. But you lost to Memphis, so, like, head-scratcher and LSU, you know. Um, yeah, you know. Now, granted, I mean, they've got games with Arkansas uh, this weekend, and Arkansas's a five-point favorite versus, number, versus their number 17th-ranked team in in the playoff committee, right? So it's like, hmm, intriguing. Um Still have a game with Auburn, so they're trying to build that up. And then the Egg Bowl. It's like they want to continue to build up some of these teams' profiles by putting some of these teams in the rankings. It just – it's weird. I will give them credit for valuing head-to-head, though. But it still is like, what are we really doing here, fellas? You know? Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. Now, I'll say this. Old Miss at 16, if we're talking about the eye test, why are they not ranked higher? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I'd agree with you because I was kind of looking at them, too. I mean, Although I'm biased, CJ. I am. No, no doubt. I, I, I know you're biased with them a little bit, but, I mean, I, I don't completely disagree with you. I mean, the, the, the Auburn loss, you know, I mean, that – You could almost see it a mile away, and I should have yeah, seen it a mile away. You know, the, I mean, Auburn's that, – that's a tough place to go, Tumor's Corner to go win. Yeah. I mean, it's – Jordan you know, Hare so at like, night, that that was begging to be a loss, unfortunately. Yeah, so, but I mean, they've played really well, I mean, all year. I mean, outside of the Alabama game, um, you know, I mean, yeah, they gave up a ton of points to Arkansas, but you could kind of see that game being a scoreboard game, you know. But, I, you know, like I said, the only loss that I think really makes my head scratch for them is is Auburn. Other than that, I feel like they've handled business the way that they should. And I don't think got quite quite the love they deserved when you talk about the eye test. No, I'd agree. But I mean, and granted, yeah, especially... that defense has improved so much, but that offense is so good. Like, 
Yeah, granted, especially when you look at you know the couple of teams that are ahead of them, I, I would definitely believe that Old Miss is, is is a better team. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree because then you get BYU coming in at fifteen, and it's like BYU is probably an injury from Brennan Armstrong away from maybe giving up like eighty points to Virginia. Uh, that game was wild Saturday night, CJ. I don't know if you caught any of it. Sixty-six to forty-nine. I, I, I Provo. Yeah, wow. I did catch. Um, you know, kind of a good portion of that one. I mean, they gave up thirty-five to Virginia in the second quarter, and I it just, of course, Dad. It honestly did feel like neither defense showed up there yeah. for the for the first half. It really <laughs> neither neither defense did show up for the first half, CJ. I mean, I'll say this about BYU. Idaho State this weekend, like, that's an easy dub. Georgia Southern on the road, probably an easy dub. Then they finish at USC. So, if USC doesn't pick them off, BYU is going to be sneakily sneaking around, potentially, depending on what happens everywhere else, to getting in that conversation for a New Year's Six game. Yeah. Um, depending on what happens, obviously. But sets up nicely for them. A&M at 14, CJ. I mean, let's be real. That's solely off the back to that Bama win, which, hey, that counts for a lot, and we know it does. Um, but they have a couple bad losses there, you know, in back-to-back weeks as well. But to Arkansas and Mississippi State, which, you know, they give Mississippi State some love. We saw that this yeah, Saturday. Yeah. They've got a big game with Auburn, who's our next team at 13. So that'll kind yeah. of settle itself out a little bit. And then they play Ole Miss the following week. They'll win their last two games, though, preview A&M. And then go to AM more than likely. I mean, unless AM rises up and Eddie O's last game is the coach, which they could. Yeah. Excuse I mean, me, they... if LSU rises up down there in Baton Rouge, uh, Pepper to Gumbo in uh, Coach O's last game, which could happen. Yeah. I mean, that that could. I, the, the big one for me is, is as I look at AM, the, the one that I can't get away from, and I, I know they won it, and I just, I just don't know how much credit you deserve, but you only beat Colorado by three in a game that saw under 18 points. Like that right. one to me is just kind of like, okay, like you should have trounced Colorado. Like that, that's the yeah. ones to me. I just, I sit back and I go, I don't know. I mean, yeah, you lost to Arkansas when they were hot. Okay, fine. You know, but then you lose to Mississippi State. You get, you get the Bama win. Okay, on a walk off field goal. But I don't know. I just, oh, uh, no, 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 okay in that, CJ. You beat Bama. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's you beat, you beat that means something. And, it, and it means something, but I think it means too much. You might say that, CJ, but but I'll but I'll say this for him right now. Um, I mean, because it's not like you win it, but it's not like you win it at Tuscaloosa. And in Tuscaloosa, okay, I'll give you all the credit in the world. You did it at home. Like I think I'm giving him all the credit in the world anyway. You beat Bama. Everyone thought it was Bama and Georgia, and nobody else. And A and M said, "Nope, we got them, and we got them." Well, Calfield, you know my opinion. I still, I, I think it's Georgia and everybody else in that conference, personally. But well, oh, I know that, I know. that's and, my and, opinion. Yeah, and you know what? You're probably right. Maybe potentially, we'll we'll see. Um, I will say this though: A and M, two good opportunities. Um, more than likely, though, we know at this point in time, it would take a lot to get A and M back into that championship pitcher but Bama could lose again get a little topsy-turvy you never know um well I'm going to talk about think, yeah because I mean if, if A&M can run the table maybe Auburn get you get you that 
that additional loss that you need there to, right. to Bama and the Iron right. Bowl, they could be sitting there with an opportunity to go which, play Georgia. Which brings could. me to the next point, CJ, which is which is the fact that Auburn is kind of the team here that I look at it from the outside looking in. They've got a chance here, man. They have AM, which they're going to get credit for beating if they beat them at Cal Field. Then you have Mississippi State, who's 17th. South Carolina is your pushover on the road, quote unquote. And then you host Bama. If you run that gauntlet there, you're going to play in the SEC championship game and get Georgia. And if you win that game, I think Auburn, sitting here at 13 right now, has a chance still to make the playoff. Yeah, and I, think I, and I don't think they're that little, good. But I, I don't I mean, think they're that good either. I think you need a little bit of help at the top, which you're probably going to get to because you know some of these teams still have to play each other. Um, they're also in the SEC, CJ, and we know how much weight those wins will carry there. Yeah, that that yeah, I mean that that's that's extremely true. That's a very valid point. I just I don't don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. Now, granted, I don't think Auburn necessarily is going to win the going to win both these next two games but if they do just watch out there although man it's hard to explain away that loss to Penn State now though isn't it yeah I definitely would agree with that yep so CJ let's get in now to the to the portion of our program that will probably be the most exciting for people that that we know and love in Mountaineer Nation that might be listening here a little bit too the Big 12 portion here man Baylor 12th Oklahoma State 11th Oklahoma State beat Baylor on the field. You got to have Oklahoma State 11th, Baylor's 12th. Baylor, you know, CJ now rolled off three straight wins, has looked impressive. They've got they've got a lot of um, you know, they've got four games left there, a game with Oklahoma at home if they win it. Who knows? Maybe Baylor can get a little love. I'm not counting them out, but I will say this. The remaining schedule, not daunting, and I'm not sure they're going to get a lot of love or a lot of help from the committee because of it. Yeah, I think it kind of depends. I think if if you're Baylor, the, the path for them is you have to beat Oklahoma on the 13th. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you don't well, win that game, you might as well pack it in. Right, but what I'm saying is you're going to beat Oklahoma there, run the table, see Oklahoma again, and then beat them a second time. And I think that might be enough, but that's going to be – that's the only path I see for them. Uh, I, would you, all, I mean, the, the path is narrow, but I think there is a path there for Baylor. Yeah, but like I said, it, it, yeah, yeah. To, you're going to have to beat Oklahoma twice. I mean, Jerry Bohannon, and let's just be honest, Baylor to be in this spot compared to what everyone thought preseason is pretty incredible. Um, yeah, I'd agree with that. Now, Oklahoma State at 11, CJ. I'll go ahead and say this now. I am. I think they're going to get beat Saturday. Just go ahead and say it right now. I, I know we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves here. They have not been truly impressive on the offensive side of the ball all year. That defense has carried them. Yeah, they put up 55 versus Kansas, but whatever. Um, they lost that tight one there at Jack Trice to Iowa State. I mean, they've been living on the edge all year. Granted, road win versus Texas is pretty good. I mean, regardless of your thoughts, going on to the blue and beating Boise is a good win. Um, and then the Baylor win, obviously, too, is a good one. Granted, I mean, and they've got Bedlam at the end, so if they could run the table there, beat WVU, sandwich, you know, and get the WVU and the Oklahoma State, Oklahoma win, and Bedlam sandwich between TCU and Texas Tech, the path's there for them as well. Um I don't think it happens, though, for him. 
yeah, I don't either. I, I'm with you. I, um, I mean, they've got a path. Um, you know, we'll obviously break that one down seriously into depth. Um, on oh, the, we'll, we'll go all in depth on that one. Depth there, and there's some really interesting. We'll get deep. Intense. We'll get yeah, deep so, into the weeds yeah. on the Mountaineers and the Pokes yeah. Saturday from Milan Pushkar, CJ. Yeah, Cannot but wait, I, I'm already, I, I'm already foaming at the mouth for Gundy, buddy. It's time. We owe that. Yeah, and and there's some really kind of nice advanced stats that I think Eugene, really as I'd like to call him, Eugene. Yeah, but there's we some owe really... Eugene. We owe Mike Gundy, Eugene. We owe that mullet looking. I'm a man. I'm 50 now, dude. More than we could even imagine, we owe him. So it's it's time. It's go time. But yeah, go yeah. ahead. Sorry, brother. No, it's fine. Um, but there, what you brought up, they haven't looked real good on offense, and there's a lot of really good advanced stats, and we'll get into those because um, you know I can be a little bit of a of a number nerd um, that really back up what you're saying um, for them. So no, they. I, I I can appreciate, like we said, that they kept the head-to-head, made it important. There is a path there for Oklahoma State, but it is a little daunting. It is absolutely. We'll we'll talk more about we'll talk more about the number eleventh ranked rate of pokes uh, and their daunting task coming across country to Morgantown in our West Virginia pod. Um, but number ten, Notre Dame. I uh, know you hate it, CJ, and I I'm, think they I'm did it because this, I'm puking on this side of the I podcast. I think they did it because. They want to, they, I don't know. I don't really know why they did it because I think Notre Dame is probably in that level around 10, to be honest, CJ. Granted, they don't have a great win. I mean, that's Carolina's that four, 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 USC Who's... four, four, Virginia Tech four and four, Wisconsin, I guess, their best win. Um, you had an overtime dogfight against Florida State, like early in the season, though. Let's okay. go ahead and say that. And you beat Toledo by three. Yeah. They don't have a lot of impressive style point wins they don't really have a lot of impressive wins on the field but then it's like it makes our point earlier about cincinnati like notre dame if you're 10th and what's cincinnati why cincinnati getting no love for beating you on the road like doesn't make sense i don't think the hours have a path right now buddy i don't i I don't either just because of you know what they've got scheduled left i mean it's it's pretty bad i mean the two and six navy I mean, Virginia may, could be a decent win, maybe, but Georgia Tech's awful and Stanford's not real good either. So, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't I, – Hey, that Georgia Tech game is the Rudy game, CJ, by the way. So Yes, yes, it is. That's, that's I, worth watching just for he, that, buddy. He, well, i got to tell you, it's just occurred to me what these two bodies have been chatting for the last two or three minutes. Here's my thing. I don't have a problem if you put him at 10, if it's going to help Cincinnati's case, but it didn't seem to, because it's not like it that didn't was a help it at all. Yeah. Now, that maybe, it, maybe it will site. help it later. Maybe it will help it later as we continue to move on. But yeah, you're correct. And I think what it does though, CJ, it's saying, Hey, Notre Dame, we'll let you be in the new year six, but nothing more. Yeah. Cause there's, there's no path for them. I mean, it would take absolute complete chaos and I just yep. don't think they're going to get it. Now, number nine, CJ is wake. Um, in, in my honest opinion, I still see a slight path for Wake um, because of the NC State win and then a potential ACC championship uh, win. But also Wake being number nine, I mean, that's a story in itself for them to be there. Herb Street, he said, oh, I'm not going to shit on him. And then he shat all over him. So I don't – in the end, they're probably not going to be in the – including the, in the playoff because 
like we've talked about numerous times before, it's like it's a matter of when does this run end, not when or not if it ends, but when does it end for Wake. And um, it it feels like it will be soon. But kudos for them being number nine, man. I mean, Hartman has played some phenomenal football. I would love to see them get a chance to, to make some noise. But um, doesn't seem like yeah, they have a lot of love. Yeah, I feel like they're going to be uh, of the Power Five schools. If they would run the table, they would be the ones left on the outside in simply just because the ACC of itself, I don't think, is getting it doesn't doesn't necessarily feel like it has that thump that it's had, and a lot of that maybe has to do with the fact that Clemson hasn't been real good. Oh, absolutely, and that's it. When your when your marquee brand is not good, it doesn't help you get a lot of style points that's for sure i mean your best win on the year is probably army now or virginia i mean in your non-conference wins were wake norfolk or excuse me and your non-conference wins were old dominion norfolk state and army i mean that's not gonna look great in the committee's eyes um but no, i feel like they're not. getting more but, credit than freaking cincinnati is i'll tell you that no that's true but i mean if they can get you know, a win on the road and, you know, in Chapel Hill, I think that's going to help their case a little bit. And then obviously that sets up, that would set up the big matchup um, in Durham with, with NC state. I, I think there might be a little bit of a pass, but it's, it's, it's extremely slim given what's above them. I would agree, CJ. I think it's extremely slim. Um, although man, I'm rooting like hell for him. Um, the next team, though, in the rankings, Oklahoma at eight, CJ. Total disrespect for the Big 12, man. Um, total disrespect, right? So, Big 10 teams can beat Nebraska, and they get credit for that, but Oklahoma does, and it does matter. Um, now, granted, the Big 12 wins for Oklahoma to this point. As much as we want to give them credit for the Mountaineer game, nobody else is. Kansas State, okay. Texas, you know, they're a 500 team right now. TCU just fired their coach. Kansas, they looked a dreadful win. Sleptwalk, zombied through that entire game and found a way to win. And then they, they kind of turned it on against Tech. So it's like they get a bye. They're not going to move up probably before they play Baylor. And um, they'll get a chance to prove themselves there. And then Iowa State's still lingering in Oklahoma State. So, like, games are still there. The path, I think, is there for Oklahoma. But their performance on the field quite hasn't yet matched it. But – Let's not to say Lincoln Rally and the boys don't turn it on either. Yeah, no, I think that that that's a fair statement. I think if you look, you know, kind of we talk about them even with the eye test, it 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 at times they have not this has not been what you expected out of Oklahoma. Um, you know, you expected a ton of ton of points, somewhat stingy on defense, and they've been somewhat stingy on defense at times. Um But then it's like CJ let me ask this question. They have been stingy at times on defense for sure. I actually think their defense has actually been pretty good. I disagree with people saying they're not playing good branded defense. Yeah, I, I think their defense is better than what people would give it credit for. I mean, because the reality is the way the rules are set up, the offenses are going to score points. You're not going to you're not going to win games giving up you know six or less points a game unless apparently you're Georgia. Yeah, and that's the only team that could even try and do that. Here's the thing, though, CJ, and I and I, and I got to say this real quick. If Oklahoma is eight, how in the bloody hell is Michigan seven? What has That's, Michigan done? And 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 let's be real, Michigan absolutely blew a, a huge lead to their arch rival, and we're rewarding them with number seven ranking. I mean, I love Harbaugh, but good God, what was up with that? 
Yeah, I, I, that one I don't get either. I mean, so Ohio State can look good at the end of the year when they trounce them potentially. Yeah, because I mean, because that's all that's I, there for, man. Yeah, because you and I have talked, you know, kind of off the air. I mean, and I know you love Jim Harbaugh, and it, but I mean, if you look at his just against the top twenty-five, it's not good. You take out, you know, his record against Michigan State and o- Ohio State in the Big Ten, he's fantastic. But the problem is, you've got to play those other two, and he's and he's not good. And that no, and, that, and, it, I, and it and I know it hurts you to say that, but and them at seven is just. It it it's it it's god awful and undefendable. Like I just I don't know how well, you it's it's, that. it's defend it's the way they're doing it is because they want Ohio State to be there, CJ. I mean that's in the end, point blank, and they want to give Michigan State credit too, so that then when Ohio State potentially beats them both, it looks really good and they can have the argument to move Ohio State up there regardless of what else is going on. Let's just call right. for what it is. Yeah, okay. That that you no, know, that's fair. And CJ, we're gonna come back to Cincinnati, okay? At six. Uh-huh. We're gonna come back to them because we got more to talk about with them. Number five team is Ohio State. And, CJ, I've got to say this now. Um, man, they're setting this up for them. They're setting this up for them. Let's be honest about it. Now, granted, what has Ohio State done? Oh, they beat number 20 Minnesota. Oh, really? Ohio- Minnesota's number 20? Okay. Um, other than that, I mean, they beat Penn State. Indiana, not been great. Maryland, really falling off the map. Rutgers. It's Rutgers. Akron, Tulsa, I mean, come on. And they move Oregon to four, obviously, the next team we're talking about, because they want to give Ohio State benefit in the end because Oregon will lose eventually because they're not what they've been, unless maybe Thibodeau and that defense really shows up and makes it happen, which they could, but they want to give Ohio State that love so they make the head-to-head worth it. They put Oregon at four, plain and simple, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And Ohio State has a path. There's no questioning, unless you know Scott Scott Frost and the children in the corn rise up Saturday and beat them on that big big noon game. Um, I doubt it. Michigan State though will be tough, and Michigan will be tough at the end of the season on the road. But I mean, they're setting it up yeah, for Ohio and, State. Yeah, I hate Michigan it, but State's, they're setting it up for them. And Michigan State's going to be tough because of the way they can absolutely run the football down people's throats. Um, but yeah, no, they've they've set it up to give Ohio State a. a Pretty clear path. Now, Oregon at four, CJ, I find to be really interesting, right? Like, you lost to a three and five team in Stanford, and yet you're number four, essentially off the back, is all off the back of beating Ohio State on the road, which isn't a very impressive win. And that's why they bring Fresno up there because they want to give Oregon love there too, as well. But it's like, ever since you lost um, Verdell, you haven't been the same team. I mean, you, you beat Cal in a, in a dog fight. UCLA, you beat. Granted, tough win. You did score points against Colorado, which I was a little bit surprised about. I mean, Saturday night, Washington's not going to be easy. Washington State, I wouldn't sleepwalk on that one. Utah's going to be not easy either. And Oregon State, so like Oregon, I feel like that's a team that we won't see up in this spot here a month from now. But the question is where. But the path is definitely there because they're number four. They win out. They win the Pac-12 championship. They will be included in the playoffs, CJ. Oregon's got their destiny in their own hands right now, I'd say. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And, I mean, I I don't – you know, Washington's 
probably a, a, a get. Washington's probably a, a, a win. Washington State, who knows where they're I don't count anything for Oregon right now, CJ. Yeah, I mean, they have I not been impressive. I mean, yeah, they were impressive when they had Verdell and they they beat Ohio State. But, man, not having him is different. Now, granted, Dye's good and Brown's good, but I feel like they're limited offensively to some yeah, extent. Yeah, I, I definitely think they are They are limited, um, you know, and you, know, you get – the Civil War there at the end of the year. Who knows how that game goes? I mean, rivalry games have can be really, really funky. Um, we we know that as Mountaineer fans all too well. So, yeah, I, the path is there for Oregon, but I'm with you. I just don't know if offensively they've got enough to to push it down the stretch. I'd agree, CJ. I, but then again, they are starting to maybe find a rhythm and a flow. And Cristobal and those guys know how to run the football. Um, I don't know, man. I just – it wouldn't shock me. I wouldn't discount them, but I do think eventually they will They will probably slip up somewhere along the line, although that defense is very, very good. Um, number three is Michigan State. This is Sparta! I'm, I'm shocked by it. I won't lie. Um, but, hey, you give them a lot of credit. They're giving them a lot of credit for beating Michigan. They want to give Ohio State a lot of credit for beating Michigan State here, potentially on November 20th. I think that's part of it. Now, granted, Michigan State's been great this year, right? I mean, but yet we were really, really not sure about them, like, even two weeks ago. And they've got a little bit, you know, of, of potential quarterback type of – I mean, I don't know, man. Is Thorne that good? Like, yeah, the Walker kid is a phenomenal running back. I mean, hell, he had 197 yards against that Michigan rush defense, but – Man, I mean, is Michigan State number three in the country? Really? Yeah, I, that one I just – I don't know. And it's – I could see them losing to Purdue. Yeah, I mean, because Purdue's shown an ability to kind of be pesky. Yeah. and The Boilermakers, you know, from Ross Aid Stadium there in West Lafayette. I, it wouldn't, wouldn't shock me at all to see Purdue pull that off because Michigan State – and we'll talk more about this in the pick, but Michigan State secondary, not great. Purdue throws the football well. Just saying, although um, Michigan State's ability to run the ball, like you said, CJ, makes them tough, tough, tough. And um, Walker is is an absolute stud. The path's definitely there for them, of course. All the teams now have the path. Um, very, very intriguing. Let's put it that way. But based off resume, other than Michigan, I mean, nothing there stands out. It's like, wow, I've got to have that team ranked high. Yeah, I'd agree with that statement. Which I think then brings us to our next two teams, which is Bama at two and Georgia at one. Um, Georgia at one is is a clear cut. No way you could go any other way. Bama at two, though, CJ, I find to be intriguing, right? I mean, Miami week one, not great. They were 14th, though. You give them credit for it, right, in the perspective of the polls. Florida 11, you know, they haven't been as good. Ole Miss is your best win to this point in the season at 16. Um You've got LSU, New Mexico State, <laughs> who has, has lost twice to Hawaii. You informed me of that last week, CJ. <laughs> then you've got Arkansas in the Iron Bowl, but then also you got the big game with Georgia. So the path clearly there for Bama. We know yeah. that. Yeah, and you, and you can almost kind of feel that just because it's Bama and Saban. And, and here's kind of an interesting thing to think about. In, in the top four, it's Nick Saban and Nick Saban's tree. Oh, it is. Yeah, it really is his tree. Good point, CJ. I mean, it's, it's Kirby. 
it's Mel Tucker. And then Mario has a little bit of ties as well. Yeah, he was there, I think, for a year, maybe two. Yep. The only ones that don't are old Ryan Day and, and Fickle, and that's the Ohio State side of the, of the equation, of that tree, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. So, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I mean, you kind of knew Bama was going to be there. I, I got an issue with him at two just <laughs> – Me too, CJ. Me too. I don't like that at all. I mean, oh, excuse me. We got to give him credit for being Mississippi State uh, down in Stark Vegas. Um. I mean, you you got to give them you got to give them credit for that, I guess, right? I mean, forty nine nine they put them up at Mississippi State up at seventeen just for that reason to give Bama credit. Um, it's definitely there, though. I mean, there's no oh, question about it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely there. I mean, they're they're on a collision course. You know, if they can get through the through the Iron Bowl um, with Georgia in the SEC title game, so. <sighs> and, and by the way, CJ, we'll get more into this in our pick and pod, but man. LSU is a 28-and-a-half-point dog to Bama. And, CJ, the number one team in the nation, the Dogs of Georgia. And funny, they were number one the same night that the Braves win the World Series. Literally, as we're recording this, the Braves just recorded the final out in the fall class to beat them cheaters, them trash trash can banging SOBs from Houston and put them in their place. Good for the Braves. Party like it's 1995. Back to football. I know you love the dog, CJ, and they have a great resume. Although, how good is it, though? Yeah, I mean, I think you can make the argument that it's not great, but, I mean, if you do look at but the, it. But the eye test says enough. Yeah, but the eye test says enough. I mean, they went out. I mean, Clemson, obviously, at the time. I mean, if if, if you're going to give Bama the credit, you know, early season polls, you know, Georgia on a neutral field, essentially almost a road game, you know, being played, you know, in North Carolina. In Charlotte, beats Clemson, yeah. yep. Clemson, um, they handle UAB. You know, I mean, Arkansas comes in ranked number eight, and you absolutely demolish them. You, you take care of Auburn pretty handily. Georgia I mean, comes in with a ton of with a ton of momentum and credit, and you just curb stomp them. I mean, CJ, you're giving up less than a touchdown a game. Yeah, I mean, I mean right, out loud. Yeah, I mean, they they are just to me, they are head and shoulders the number one team in the country. I don't think it's close. Um, they've shown an ability to put points on the board. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball, and they give up absolutely. You earn every inch yep. when you're on offense against that defense. So, no. Uh, Kirby Smart's got what I've called, and I've said it multiple times this year, the, to me, the most complete team. Well, you know, it's funny too, CJ. We were kind of wondering and kind of thinking last week, man, will Florida score some points? This might be the best quarterback they faced. And we're like, hmm, you know, there's a chance, right? Well, I, I'm going to go ahead and say now – uh, Missouri, they better they better strap it on and be ready to go because that's going to be a dog fight against the dogs there. Um, CJ, yeah. when you beat the Georgia Bulldog, you're gonna feel a bulldog bite. And 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 just by the way, the Tigers there in Mississippi are a 38 point underdog. Yeah, and we'll we'll talk more about that too. But they 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 do have a decent offense, man. So, but thirty eight points that's going to be a ton to uh, overcome. So, CJ, I want to get real quickly more into Cincinnati at six. Let's talk about that real fast. And I know we talked about it at the top, but man, the fact that SMU and Houston got no love absolutely is just a, a, a crushing blow to Cincinnati um, because they needed one of those two teams to be up there. 
Now, granted, I don't think it's out of the realm of all possibility that SMU gets some love before they play on November 20th. That would be great for them. And maybe Houston can sneak in there, too, so that the, you know, the, the AAC championship game would be versus a team that's ranked along with Cincinnati. Houston right now is kind of that favorite to play them at 5-0 and themselves. And, you know, Dana, that shocker visor slinging around a little bit there. Might get a chance to kind of derail Luke Fickle's uh, chances at a uh, postseason playoff berth there. But, I mean, Cincinnati got no help. And, man, people are going to kick and scream. How are they not in the top four, CJ? I mean, is it all off the Navy loss? Someone also said, well, they only beat Tulane 31-12. And I'm like, they beat them 31-12. It wasn't like it was that close. Yeah, it really wasn't. That's where I kind of come back to how much of these games are they really watching. I mean, and, and yeah, you'll make a lot out of the Navy thing, but Navy's pesky. I mean, that's a tough offense to, to get ready for. But yeah. the, the, the road? Way, yeah, I mean, the best way I've heard this described, you know, Joey Galloway said it on ESPN, it, it's disrespectful because this is basically their ceiling. And this is where I don't understand the criteria because – Houston, what, back in 2018, I think it was, and it was like, well, had they not stumbled, you know, they had a shot because, but, you know, we wanted to see a little more out of conference. Okay, well, Cincinnati does that. They go to South Bend, who you rank number 10, and beat them. That's not a neutral site. They went to South Bend, they went into Notre Dame, and they beat Notre Dame, and it wasn't a fluke. They beat them. Right. And, and they've handled business everywhere else that they've asked to. And you can only do so much with your conference. So my question to them becomes, what do you want the group of five to do? Because it's I mean, so CJ, they have of out of their hands. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, they probably have the third. If you want to if you really want to look at it in terms of the rankings that they set up here, they have the third best win on the board. I mean, in terms of teams that are in that top six, right? You give Oregon the nod of Ohio State, they're going to give them love for that, right? And then maybe you want to give Michigan State uh, number two for the Michigan win with them being seventh. But then, but then Cincinnati at number six with the win over number 10 Notre Dame is the third best win, and yet we are still ranking them sixth with an undefeated record behind teams that have lost games. To me, it's just, like you said. Now, granted – was Murray State a great non-conference win? No. Was my Ohio a great non-conference win? No. Was Temple a good team? Hell no. Is UCF good? They're not what they used to be. Like so, yeah. There's reasons to kind of be like, it kind of stinks. And then you have Tulsa, which is three and five. South Florida on a Friday night, two and six. East Carolina. They need East Carolina to probably pull through and win some games four and four. So like, it's tough, right? It is tough, but I mean, here's my other thing, too, but uh, you look at their non-conference, but then they did go on the road to Indiana and beat a Big Ten team. I agreed. I mean, so so my question is... What else do you need? My question is, CJ, so Ohio State gets credit for beating Indiana, but Cincinnati doesn't? Yeah, exactly. That's where I'm saying I don't understand this criteria. I don't understand this committee. Like, if you're not... It's an agenda-driven deal, CJ. That's all there is to it. Yeah, and it's and it's literally like it. This is if Cincinnati runs the table and still gets left out, and people don't start clamoring to expand it, then you know what? Then let's just call it what it is. It's literally the Power Fives battling out for four spots, and let's just be done with it. I think you're right, buddy. I really do, and and I and I hate that because college football is better than that. But like they said, this committee, it it changes things, man. It does. 
And that's yeah. And I mean, and this is the same Cincinnati team that last year gave Georgia, who's number one in the country in the Peach Bowl, everything it could handle. Yep. The, and that's I don't the best game Georgia's had in two years. Yeah. And I don't want to hear, well, Georgia's disappointed. They don't want to be there. I don't care. You still got to show up. And Cincinnati did. And whether Georgia took them two and a half, three quarters to do, that's still not Cincinnati's problem. That they went out used to they be. CJ, that used to be criteria for the next year to start off as that bowl game and got you jump started for the next year, right? Yeah, because um, everybody looked at that as the as you know, okay, what did you do? Where'd you finish in the final poll? What do you got coming back? Like that was part of the criteria, and now I, it's like a catch. I don't even know what the hell the definition is. Anymore. I'd agree. I'd agree, CJ. Now here's what I want to do real quickly. I want to look at it and say real quickly, Cincinnati's best chance, right? Obviously, they have to win. There's no question about that. They really need Oklahoma to lose. Yeah. They really need Wake Forest to lose. I would say. They might be able to hold off Wake. I don't know. Um, they need... I, I think that depends, because if Pitt finds a way to run the table and then Wake beats him, that's going to be a, a rank-on-rank matchup. Right, but let's just say SMU and Houston aren't that far behind Pitt, potentially. Okay. okay. Um, the only other thing, I, they definitely need Oregon to lose. That's the one team that I think they have to have lose. One Oklahoma and Oregon have to lose. Um, and I think they kind of need Michigan State, Ohio State, and Michigan, one of those teams to lose to somebody and then maybe the other kind of cannibalize themselves a little bit. Yeah, and I think you need Georgia to, to run the table and beat Bama too. Like I, I, I probably I, would help. That probably would help. That, that that's going to be a big help because if Bama finds a way to, to finish this thing with one loss and Georgia with one loss, they're both in. Absolutely, CJ, without question. So then it's like, then what happens? And it's like, okay, well, Ohio State, if they would win out, they're definitely going to get the nod. And then it's like, oh, okay. So yeah, they're the, they're the, kind of in a tough path because. But the like, path with, is there. They just the, have to have path, help from everybody else to do it. Yeah, the path is there because it's going to get really interesting with the way they've got Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State seated there. Like. One of those is going to get really a ton of credit, depending on how that that falls out. Absolutely, CJ. Um, and man, I want to say this: I think the biggest game this week, and I want to get your take on this too. But for future playoff considerations, I think there are two games this weekend that are absolutely crucial. Well, three, because Notre Dame's game every week now is very crucial to Cincinnati. Um. Yeah. I would say they, they kind of need. I think they need Notre Dame to win out. I'd agree, one hundred percent. That's also a part of the equation too. I think. Um, I think the biggest game though this weekend, for in terms of the two biggest games for the playoff this weekend, Auburn Texas A and M, because I think if Texas A and M starts taking some spills, that might affect Bama's standing in this thing potentially. Yeah. Um, but it could also help them too, if especially if one of those is Auburn and Auburn continues to climb and you get that Iron Bowl win. That's true. So either it's, way, it's kind of like that yeah, it's kind of like a yeah. catch twenty two for for Cincinnati in the, that regard. The committee, the committee, the agenda driven committee set this up so that they could have it either way with that one. It's like Burger King, you know, have it your that. way. That's definitely true. And then CJ, I think the other game that in my mind is very very important. The other game I find to be very intriguing this weekend and I think very important is the Oregon-Washington game up there. 
at, at Husky Stadium in Seattle, place that shakes and rattles and rolls. Oregon, the way they're playing, if they get in a limited possession game and have a couple turnovers, I think Washington could win it, and then I think, boom, there goes your, your chance of Oregon making it, which is very good for Cincinnati. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Uh, you picked two that I really like. Here's another interesting one to kind of pay attention to, and that's Mississippi State traveling to Arkansas. Mm-hmm. You know, because if Arkansas finds a way to win that one, now all of a sudden Mississippi State's five and four, and now that starts to really hurt Bama's case because, well, how good of a win really was that? Yep. So, and it, and it kind of filters down the line on the SEC too, because then it's going to start dropping people too, you know, that may have really thought, well, Mississippi State might be better than what we think, or, you know. Because Arkansas, I think, had a ton of momentum, but they're just bad. Yep. And Michigan State, Purdue's another one, too. CJ, real, two quick things to get out on real quick here. Team that should be ranked that's not. And then the two teams that you feel are the most overrated in this poll. Um, It should be ranked. I'd say probably either SMU or Houston. Uh, the Houston one hurts because, you know, I got no love loss for Dana. Um, but I do think one of those two should probably be ranked, um, definitely well ahead of Pitt. I'd agree. CJ, um, I, I'm going to give you my teams real quick. I would have loved to have seen either the Roadrunners, UTSA, yeah. or Coastal, or Louisiana. One of those teams get in there. As, well, as long with Houston and SMU. I feel like the, the, the group of five got absolutely zero love, and it was for a reason. Let's be honest. Um, and then, and then, man, hit me with those two teams that were, I think, you think were a little, a little over their skis and a little overranked. Um, I, I think Notre Dame at ten was overranked. Oh, um, really? Okay, yeah, I would disagree with that, but okay. Well, I mean, for mine is is just uh, who have uh, give me a marquee win. Mm-hmm. That that's my issue. Give me a marquee win. They don't have. Well, one. I'd say Michigan at seven. Yeah, and Michigan at seven to me is 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 overranked. Um, Ohio State know, at five is overranked, but I get why they're there ish. Yeah, I, I kind of get why they're there because it feels like maybe they figured it out on the offensive side, but still, give me get give me a good win, and I don't know if there really is one. Um, I, and I kind of I gotta say like, this now. I think Iowa twenty two is also in Wisconsin and Minnesota. Those teams in that twenty through twenty two slots are highly overranked yeah no i i yeah i mean i'd completely agree with you there Pitt's well overranked at 25 um byu feels like they're getting a little too much love to be at 15 um <laughs> you know, it's funny because we could sit here and i feel like the ap polls are much better than the cfp yeah. but it yeah, is what it is like, yeah i feel like the ap poll and even the coaches poll for the most part's been been pretty good on on what it is i mean because they've got you know they, the coaches have utsa at 18 houston at 19 coastal 21 smu 24 you know they actually I give mean, a little bit of credit to some of these teams as as, as the cfp agenda yeah, driven I, obviously does well, not because, and that's plain and simple yeah because the ap and the coaches are watching games whereas i don't necessarily think the committee is i think they're just seeing league and brand and then making up their own agendas as they go. Absolutely. CJ, thank you, buddy, for joining, man. We'll definitely come on back in here and talk more about the slate this weekend and uh, more more about our Mountaineers in Oklahoma State as we continue to move forward. But um, 
you know, this is this is the first of five. And so we'll see how it goes and the games matter and it plays itself out on the field some, but it's also fun to kind of bitch and complain a little bit about these <laughs> rankings because let's be real, they're not good. And that's all there is to it. Nope, I'd agree. Well, brother, till next time, y'all. Y'all take it easy and uh we thank you. Join us on a uh, follow us on at Porch Sports Pod on Twitter, and uh, we're soon to have a little Facebook action. We've had a little issues with Facebook, but we're getting it fixed up, and uh, we thank you for joining us. We'll be coming back every Tuesday uh, night to record this, and every Wednesday we'll drop a CFP pod. So uh, until next time, y'all take it easy. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Bring them out.